Grab a drink and have a seat. It's time to chat with the hottest new artists and songwriters around. This is Backport Sippin' with Lindsay. What's up, y'all? Hope everybody's having a fantastic week. Cannot believe we're already in August. We only have less than 10 spots available for the remainder of 2022. So first and foremost, thank you. Thank you if you are listening to episodes, sharing them, buying merch, the whole nine yards. And more importantly, you're getting the word out to support these new and upcoming artists. And I literally cannot thank you enough for that. So your support, whether you think it's big or small, it is all very big and I couldn't do it without you. So with that being said, if you know an artist or you are an artist and you would like to be featured on Back Porch Sippin', I would love to sit down with you, talk, and see if we can work something out. Please feel free to email me at backporchsippin' at gmail.com. My guest this week, you may have heard his latest single, Get to Drinkin', featured on our Back Porch Sippin' playlist that is available on Spotify. Of course, you can find the link to that on our Facebook or Instagram pages, or just head over to Spotify, type in Back Porch Sippin' the playlist, and boom, it'll take you to three hours full of new and upcoming artists that you need to check out. This week, we're talking with Sam Kuhn. How have you been? I've been busy, but good. I've been trying to, you know, cut the time I have in half between work and getting to spend it with my kids, like for summer, because I get them at like two weeks at a time. So I've been making it work, though. Just uh, work is, I'm tired of it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, if someone wants to like pay me for this podcast, that'd be solid. <laughs> <laughs> Working a normal job isn't my thing. <laughs> It's, it's not that fun. Kids are like, I hate going to school. I'm like, I'd rather be in school than doing what I'm doing. So you just Same. Take- Every time I, I hear like a high schooler complain of stuff, I'm like, man, I promise you're going to look back. You're going to wish that you were in school still. Like, mm-hmm. All you got to do is show up. Yeah, exactly. I think I seen like what a couple days ago or something get to drinking got played on 101.5. So shout out to them. Heck How yeah. freaking cool is that? Yeah, they're awesome. They have like three or four of my songs that just rotate every few weeks. That's awesome. I know. Uh, like the other day I heard If Heaven Has a Back Door, maybe, well, the other day, a few weeks ago. And I'm like, that song's like four years old. Like, that's awesome. That's so cool. Do you remember the first time that you got to hear one of your songs on the radio? Yeah, it was actually that one. And it was on um, 94.9 The Bull. It was yeah. on like Sunday night in... Uh, yeah, they had like introduced it and I, I had a feeling they're going to, but still just like hearing it for the first time. It's like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so freaking cool. I can't I can't like even imagine like being a songwriter and like pouring my heart into something and literally all everybody can hear it. Like that's why TikTok's such a cool thing, because it's like mm-hmm. literally the entire world can hear one song in like a matter of seconds. It's awesome. Yeah. I wish they would do that for my TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm still learning TikTok. I feel like every time I interview someone, they always have like so many followers. I'm like, yeah, I'm still like barely over a thousand working on it. So, <laughs> well, one one step at a time, though. It's better than a yeah. hundred. Yeah, definitely. Now, get to drinking is kind of like the song of the summer. You released it back in May. So, what's the story behind it? Like, what kind of sparked the idea for get to drinking? Well, I wrote it with my buddy uh, Josh Bird and Alex Pennington Smith. He writes with me all the time. But we were uh, honestly just throwing around some ideas and 
and I don't remember like which one of us came up with the phrase like, man, I'm going to, I'm about to get to drinking, you know, like it's about that time or, or one of us said that. And that kind of sparked the idea, I think for the title, but then we just started, you know, thinking about like, you know, what's a hypothetical slash real situation we could write about. And I mean, that's, you know, about it being a bad habit, but it's still fun and kind of yep. like flirting with that line of good and bad, but trying to make it upbeat. So that's, I feel like that's what we're going for with it. No, when did y'all write that song? Like, did you write it recently and got it all figured out and out to everybody? Or had you guys been kind of sitting on it for a while? We've been sitting on it for, I want to say, um, that song's two years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, like we, we wrote it a good while ago. I knew I wanted to cut it a long time ago, too, but we just had to kind of time it out and put it in line with the other songs, too. So people are ready to have fun. Yeah, I feel like this summer it is it has definitely been warm for sure. Like yeah. every day it's been like in the freaking hundreds, I feel like. <laughs> now, yeah. has music like always been like the dream for you or kind of how did it come about? I think it well, in high school it was football, but <clears throat> after that, I mean, I went to college and ended up seeing a few bands like play around and I just really wanted to do that. Um, and I already played guitar like since I was 15. So I was kind of hooked after college. So that's ever since. Yeah, it has been the dream. Did I read somewhere that like you were like a lead singer of like a band or something like in Nashville, like before you started like doing your own music? Yeah. So that was actually kind of how I got into country music, too, was I got um, auditioned for this band. It was kind of like an eight piece Colt Ford type band where it was like hick hop, you know, where the <laughs> artist is Jesta James he was the rapper and I would sing all the choruses but I mean there was two lead guitar players a fiddle player that would light her bow on fire and play oh, wow yeah and she'd wear like a corset with leather pants she was nuts I mean in a good <laughs> way it was wild though we put on a show and this drummer was had like the metal background for the most part and he was just like out of this world so it was fun we toured for like two years um and I had to mimic this guy that was singing on the record because I kind of joined after the record was cut. They're like, can you sing like this guy, Ricky Gunn, and try to sound like him? And I'm like, <laughs> you want me to put a little twang in my voice? All right. You know? <laughs> but I stuck after that, and I, I just really enjoyed writing. And, man, we got to shoot. We got to open for uh, Montgomery Gentry. Got to see how humongous they are. They're about a foot taller than me. And, man, it's... <laughs> One of them was Jack. I couldn't remember which one which uh, one it was. But so we opened for them and uh, Cadillac Three in Nashville one time. That was one of the loudest shows I've ever heard. They were, but yeah, it was it was quite a ride for about two years. Then what kind of like happened after that? Like, how did you get to where you are now? Well, that band ended up splitting, and then I still was kind of wanting to do some rock stuff because that's where I came from is rock uh, mostly, and then it kind of started teetering over to pop and my buddy Alex was already into writing country. And he's like, man, if you just change the production on some of your rock songs, like it's almost there as a country song lyrically too. So he kind of gave me a few nudges to go in that direction. And once we started writing together, I was like, well, I've never co-written a whole lot before. So this is way cooler. And I went from there. Very cool. Now I got to ask, how did you and Alex meet? Uh, we met in college, actually. My uh, my freshman year, I was in a dorm, and I had a, you know, I'd be playing on the electric, 
And uh, his older brother, Adam, heard me one day and knocked on the door and he was like, hey, man, uh, we, we do a lot of rapping and we write a lot of stuff. We could use you, you know, for some tracking with the guitar wow. stuff. I was like, all right. And so after that, we became friends and they're right down the hall. And then one day there's Alex was in there and he was recording a rap verse. And I was like, man, he sounds so angry, but so passionate. (laughs) We kind of hit it off from there, but we ended up living together for two or three years in college. And we wrote my first album, which I hope nobody ever hears, but (laughs) right in his apartment, we had this little mixer and it was awesome though. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Man, y'all are just like a whole like really dedicated group down there in Georgia, I swear. Yep. So you had your first major label cut last year with Andrew Janakis on the single Somebody Loves You. Then you had some other cuts here recently with Brandon Davis. So how mm-hmm. does that feel as a songwriter? It feels awesome. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The first time I heard Somebody Loves You, I'm trying to remember where I was, but I hadn't heard like the full production of it even yet. I just like had the demo from a few years back. Um, I mean, that, that blew my mind though, because I was like, I wonder if they're going to put it on FM radio, like if they're going to push it as a singer or whatever. But just the fact that they wanted to record it, I was like blown away. But yeah, and Brandon, th- this was a crazy experience because he opened for Tim McGraw um and went on tour with him so we when he was in atlanta we went to his show and he played a song i wrote with him called minus you and it's me him and josh bricker that wrote that and he started and he he, like normally wasn't playing that during his show so i think he like busted that out for us and me i swear me and bricker looked at each other like i feel like i'm gonna cry right now (laughs) (laughs) like i know man that's crazy because hell that was probably a sold out show too there's a lot of people there yeah Wow, that's so freaking cool. Man, you've come like such a long way. Like, and especially like the past like few years, they've really like taken off for you. That's awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, we try to work hard at it, but it's a grind. I mean, I know you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you think you would kind of like describe the music that you typically create? I don't really know. Like when it's being created, we just kind of go with what feels right or what sounds right. But um, I mean, I think. Like my sound is kind of somewhere between like that outlaw kind of rock and sounding country to, to like very pop mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, like we're, I don't know. I feel like Florida Georgia line kind of opened that door a long time ago, but somewhere in there, but just wherever it feels good for me, I guess. Yeah. That's where I'd probably put you and Bricker. <laughs> yeah. So I know that your most recent single is obviously like a fun, like drinking song and, like more of like an upbeat kind of song, but you also have other like personal songs, like every other weekend that you wrote about your kids. Where do you get the ideas for those kind of songs? They honestly, those just came to me. Like the um, the deeper the meaning, the the quicker you know the song writes mm-hmm. itself. Much, but yeah, I mean, I, I went through a dark time and um, I got a divorce and. Uh, I wanted to write something for my kids. I didn't know what it was going to be, you know, and I was kind of, I don't know, on that idea for a long time. And then I just thought, well, I don't even see him, but every other weekend I was like, well, that's a cool title. And then me and Alex just ran with that. I think we wrote that whole song in just a few hours too. And it was just like, I guess we're done. So that, yeah, that was a super meaningful song. And, you know, I feel like in a way it's kind of upbeat too. That's something that'll get to live forever that my kids will grow up and be like, yeah, my dad wrote that for me mm-hmm. so your kids how old are they levi is four and griffin is eight 
goodness. Yeah. So you have your hands full with two yeah. growing boys, two wild a day man. job, and music. Mm-hmm. How do you do it all? <laughs> well, I wish I could say, but <laughs> I think I try to figure it out every day. All over. Yeah. I don't think any parent's going to be like, yeah, here's how you do it. I got it figured out. Yeah. I <laughs> wrote a whole book for you. <laughs> like, yeah. Are your kids into music? Like, do you think they may follow in your footsteps? Oh, yeah. Um, they're, I both, I could tell both of them are super musically inclined, but Griffin, he's oh. been getting guitar lessons for about a year off and on. Oh. And on those weekends, I'd help him. But he's just gotten to the point now, like where he can play like Sweet Home Alabama and like those little simple songs, but mm-hmm. it's so cool. Watch because he'll play it and look up at you like, Am I doing good? Okay. And then keep going. <laughs> That's so cute. But it's cool, though. Like, you get to see them experience like what, like what I experienced when I was learning guitar and like how exciting once you have something down, you're like, Oh, I want to show everybody this. Like, I just learned a song. Yep. <laughs> so what age did you learn to play guitar yourself? I was 15. Man, this was so long ago, too, because I had a buddy. He was a year older than me, Patrick Sullins. And one day he just came up to me. He's like, hey, man, you want to learn how to play guitar? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, 10 bucks a week. I'll teach you. Can you imagine that now? (laughs) Yeah. What a steal. Sign me up. I'll learn, too. (laughs) Yeah. But I started with Matthews and learning all kinds of stuff like that. And I just got hooked on it. I'd be playing for four hours a day after a while. Wow. You're originally from Florida, right? Yep. Central Florida, a little town called Lake Wales. Okay, cool. When did you move to Georgia? Uh, that was 2002. So I was going in, it was the summer going into my junior year. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Very nice. Is there like one song that you can like think of that you wish you would have been a part of writing? Like anybody's song? Yeah, anybody. Uh, there's a lot. Man, uh, there's a bunch of Chris Stapleton songs, like lyrically. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have wrote that because that is a masterpiece. Like mm-hmm. Whiskey and You, that's that's one of my all-time favorites that he's done. Dang, I'm trying to think. I'll probably think of some other ones from, by the time we're done. But <laughs> Okay. Just like super jealous. Like, man, I wish I could have been in the room for that. Yeah, definitely. Maybe a little easier of a question when you think of influences, who kind of comes to your mind? Well, in the rock days, I mean, it, it was Aerosmith, Miles um, Kennedy. He's a lead singer of Alter Bridge, and he tours with Slash. So who else? Let's see. Uh, Dave Matthews is a big influence. Uh, when I got into country, though, I, I really was drawn to, you know, like Chris Stapleton, uh, obviously a fan of Morgan Wallen, like everybody else. <laughs> Um, Luke Combs, um, just, you know, those powerhouse kind of singers I always love to try to mimic, make it into my own. If you could give somebody that's just starting out, whether they're starting out like in songwriting or becoming an artist, whichever, if you could give them some advice, what would you say? I would encourage them to just work at it every single day, even, you know, 30 minutes, even 15 minutes, like it doesn't matter. The more consistent you can be, the quicker it's going to come. And I mean, songwriting wise, I would say to just start off writing with people like co-writes because it goes so quick. You learn the process like as it's happening, you know, putting all these heads together and you learn how many different kind of co-writes there are. Like it's never the same, but that only just increases, you know, all of your abilities, you know, to get faster and wittier with lyrics and all that. So 
co-writes I'd say is a huge uh, suggestion of mine. Yeah, definitely. I interview quite a few people that are just starting to do co-writes. They've been writing by themselves and everything. And I, I always encourage them, you know, get in a room full of good people. Yeah. Which are hard to come by, but <laughs> they're out there. And they call them, they call them movers. Those are the ones that they just keep the pace high. You know, they, they move fast. Yeah. You're like, man, like halfway done already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know earlier you had mentioned a couple of artists that you'd had the opportunity to open up for. So if you had to pick your lineup for a hometown show, who would you choose to open up for you? If I could choose anybody to open for me, mm-hmm. you mean like national acts? Yeah. Anybody. Yep. Heck yeah, man. Um, I think that Luke Holmes would be a big one. Uh, probably Tim McGraw. Luke Shoot Holmes. high. <laughs> I know. Well, you get hypothetical, so I've rolled with it. <laughs> you do, you do. I'll give him a call right now for you. <laughs> I said, hey. What do you do outside of music? I know your life seems very, very busy and hectic, but if you ever get some free time, how do you spend it? Free time? Well, it's, let's say if, if I wasn't with my kids and I wasn't working or doing music, I'd probably be fishing or mm-hmm. out on the boat. That's probably my favorite thing to do. Okay. Do you have a boat? I don't, but my dad, <laughs> we, we still go on my dad's boat sometimes. I was about to get real excited. So I know here lately on social media, you've been posting a lot of covers. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite artist to cover? Or do you have a favorite song you like to cover? My favorite one right now is that new Luke Combs song that kind of love we make. Mm-hmm. So good. at like the chord progression. I'm just not used to hearing on country radio a lot and it's not like anything special but you're just like man that's fresh and i think he literally sings the whole chorus on one breath so it's very challenging to, to <laughs> without feeling like you pass out but yeah i love that song have you made it there yet like can you can you do it all in one breath no no, no. i just i gotta be sneaky and figure out where to take a breath so it yeah. Look- <laughs> yeah more power to them i'm not gonna try to pass out doing it though (laughs) fair enough fair enough (laughs) speaking of social media where can people find you on facebook instagram tiktok all the good stuff yeah all of those so i think uh facebook is just sam coon music and instagram is sam coon music and tiktok is the same thing so (laughs) perfect (laughs) i have a reverb nation page but i hadn't checked it in about two years so you probably see some old rock and roll stuff on there. I definitely <laughs> should have looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I will, like I'll find, like when I get ready to do an interview, I like make notes and everything and I'll find people's like old, 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 like Twitter. They're my space. Like, yeah. And you <laughs> like you go through it and I'm just like, wow, I wonder if they know this is like out here for anybody. <laughs> it's up during the interview and just mess them up <laughs> yeah i should <laughs> i should it'd be funny they'd probably be like oh, i don't know what you're talking about and i could just pull yeah. my phone out and be like look <laughs> yeah that person hacked my account a long time ago yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so just some kind of like fun like little silly like get to know you questions if you had to pick are you doing whiskey or beer 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 what kind of beer 
Miller Lite. What? Out of I'm all not, the choices? I know. I'm a, I'm a simple country dude. Yes. Hey, it's better like Natty Light. I've stepped up in the world. There you go. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so I know you said fishing. Do you also hunt or just fish? I've hunted before, but I've never honestly got into it as much as fishing i've always like being in florida we had a lake with every just about square mile so you could just walk somewhere and fish so do you like fishing out of like a lake or would you rather fish out of the ocean man ocean is is a treat uh because i'm used to freshwater just bass fishing but yeah i mean if i could go like in the bay somewhere and catch like snook or redfish or trout something that simple i mean it's kind of like freshwater fishing. It's just they pull way harder. <laughs> Fair enough. I've never done that, but maybe one day. <laughs> you should. It's worth it. Where are you at in Georgia? You're by Atlanta, right? Kind of. I'm in Douglasville, so I'm probably like 30 minutes from Six Flags, which is the outskirts oh. of Atlanta. But Okay, cool, cool. So if we were to come to the town you live, where are you going to send us to eat? Well, I mean, Douglasville has Longhorn. They have, uh, yeah, I would, I'd send you to Longhorn. Before we wrap it up, one final question for you. If you could pick one song to hear for the first time again, what song would you choose? Man, that's a good one. And it's a really hard question. Probably be maybe like... Um, you know, I'll Be by Edwin McCain. Mm-hmm. That's a dang good one. That is a good one. <laughs> or uh, I, if I could pick two, Collective Soul, Shine. Okay. You know that one? I do. Surprisingly, okay. I do. Nostalgia <laughs> backs. So you're like, yep, yeah, that's the one I'd want. Now you have to cover that, you know. Oh, I do. Okay, well, I'll be on the lookout for a video. That's a good idea, actually. Okay. <laughs> Well, Sam, thanks so much for hopping on an episode. It's been real fun to have you on. Heck yeah. Well, thanks for having me. It's good to see you. Is no better than to go and call me up They know, I know that I can't tell when I've had more than enough It's the same sad story, same sad song about letting you walk out But in the shape I'm in, once I get going, there ain't no slowing down I go out one or two, it turns into three or four Next thing I know, I'm waking up in the morning on the floor Cause my drinking gets me thinking, gets me drinking about you There ain't enough whiskey in this town to drown a cold hard roof You ain't coming home and I'm all alone with my thinking Guess that's what I get when I get to drinking It wasn't no big deal to throw a couple long necks down Never had no problem, but I never felt how I feel now Yeah, girl, you did something to me Black magic of some kind Stuck a pin right in my heart and gone twist it up my mind Cause my drinking gets me thinking, gets me drinking about you There ain't no 
Thanks for listening to Back Porch Sipping with Lindsay. Subscribe now to stay up to date and hear new episodes first. Be sure to like and follow us at Back Porch Sipping P.O.D.